Good morning. Good morning. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Why are you so questioning? Because I forgot what time of day it was. <laughs> you good? I'm the one who I had any sleep. It took me a minute. <laughs> um, you know, Thursday morning is when the podcast goes up, although it's like Tuesday night. Yeah, I mean, that's normal. Is it Tuesday or is it Monday? It's Tuesday. I don't even know what day it is anymore. Anyway. Clearly. Happy Thursday, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Thursday. Travis is a little confused. We have a jam-packed episode today. (laughs) What we got, Travis? It's so jam-packed, we don't even know what we're talking about yet. (laughs) And in what order. I have my... I planned my segment in five minutes. I'm just gonna wing it. Okay. Really, we know what our main our main service or not our main services. Oh my god, <laughs> our main topics are. Yeah. But anyway, let's catch up. What have you been up to? Um, not a whole lot. Working a lot. Um. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> you know, I watched. We had what? Go ahead. So, I watched um, so I watched Cherry this weekend. Tom Holland's a new movie. Um, was it good? Then, give the give the viewers a review. Okay, so I liked it, but like I'm a big Tom fan, but like he did really well in it. Like the Russos, they all like that was like the big fear. Like everybody, like the Russos can overdo stuff. Like, there's a scene, like, literally, like, with the point of view of Tom's butthole in the movie. <laughs> so, it was, like, stuff like that. It's like, all right, like, was that really necessary? But, like, no. overall, yeah, it was good. But, like, people, that's what I'm talking about this. So people keep, like, hating on this movie. And it makes me mad because, like, I feel like you could tell, like, he, like, he worked really hard. And, like, so did Sierra, the um, other, like, the other co-star, I guess. He's like the main piece cherry, but like, um, but Sierra says so she also did really well. It's like you could tell like they were working really hard, and it's like all these reviews like they have it has really bad reviews, and like I didn't think it was bad at all. Like I thought it was a good movie. I don't know if I necessarily would have watched it like in general if like Tom wasn't on it. But, like, not necessarily that I would have thought it was bad if it wasn't Tom. But, like, I probably just wouldn't have decided to watch it. But, that's what I was going to talk about. So, I saw this thing. I sent it to you. But, um, talking about, like, the last two days of filming, like, the movie's, like, really, really heavy. Like, it's about drug abuse and stuff. So, trigger warning if you, (laughs) like, it's about, like, So, trigger warning. But um, like the last two days of filming says were extremely intense. The first day we filmed the scene with Emily having an overdose in the hospital. It was raw and scary. Tom was crying the whole scene and screaming. And like I've never heard, like I've always heard like really good things about him on set. So like hearing this is like kind of crazy. But um, he but he was getting really mad at everybody on set and like he was yelling because it was whole. Yeah, because they kept like resetting and it was really hard for him to like stay emotional and in character and stuff. And um they were saying like the person who this is was saying like he looked really bad. Like and his brother, um his brother was on set with him and so his brother basically had to like take care of him while he was doing this. And like pretty much the whole movie. Like he had to lose, I think, like thirty pounds. And he talked about, like, he had, I think he's, like, 30 pounds for, because he was a drug addict. But it was only for, like, certain parts of the movie, and then he could be, like, normal weight. Well, then he gained his weight back. And then they decided they wanted to film a scene, another scene for that period of time. So he had to drop 30 more pounds, like, after he gained his weight back for Spider-Man and stuff. He had to lose... (laughs) <laughs> he had to lose the weight again. So, I mean, uh, I was just talking to somebody about, like, how crazy it is, like, 
not every I've talked to you about this too with music more, but it's like not every like thing is for everybody. You know, like this movie is not necessarily for everybody. Like like I said, like it's very deep. Like I cried quite a few times. <laughs> like it's like it's a deep movie and like it, you know, it's about he's a um war vet and like he went through a lot of stuff. And um so did his girlfriend. Or and like so it's like not for everybody. And like music isn't for like, you know, like <laughs> people don't make you don't have to like every piece of music that's out there. But like don't just crap on people just because you're bored and you want to crap on them. Like you don't know, like obviously like Tom like in this instance, like Tom went through a lot and like look at like everybody who's ever played the Joker. Yeah, like they will, they went through a lot because you have to think like they're completely like transforming like their life so they can be that person. And like the Joker is the one that I hear the most. Like everybody who's ever played the Joker is like gone like, crazy. Dead. Yeah, and because of that, you know, like so I don't know. I just think like be nice. Like even if you don't think they can read your replies and stuff, like, or if they don't read, like, still just be nice. Be nice or else. <laughs> yeah, like, unless the, like, they're trying to, they're just trying to get their money. They're making their livelihood, like, just because he's not Spider-Man in this movie, like, don't hate. And that was, like, some of the hate was just literally because he was playing a role that wasn't Spider-Man. And it's like, you know, like, let him do what he, he wants to, like, grow as an actor. And I'm not saying this only because it's Tom and I love Tom, but like that, I mean, that's kind of what sparked it because like that's whenever I noticed, but like the more I thought about it, it's like people do this all the time. Yeah. With, I mean, even we were talking of something like this happened during the Grammys too. We can get into that later, but like, you know, people on Twitter always just hating oh, girl, on people for I no gotta, reason. I got, I got a part of my segment that I already, <laughs> it is wild. <laughs> yeah so I mean, like it's not the exact same thing but I was just thinking about but like it is similar like it's, I don't know just be nice real, to it's people ridiculous. well you had a trigger warning and I'm going to have a trigger warning for my music so I actually have like four trigger warnings um, <laughs> to go at the first topic <laughs> but I guess well we have a few more minutes before we have to transition into our segments well yes yeah, so Kayla kind of spoiled the ending on this podcast a little bit um in this episode we're gonna talk like, about <laughs> well, the, the, i'm sure the picture will um on instagram will give it away okay, as well so today we're gonna talk about the scammies other aka the grammys um as well as the bachelor finale and then i think that's it for now um unless something else pops off but yeah like, Twitter has been a blazing. <clears throat> also, follow us on Clubhouse. Um, I don't know if we'll ever use it, but follow us on Clubhouse, and maybe we will. Um, maybe we will do a live podcast there or something. That'd be cool. But Kayla didn't actually accept my invite, so. <laughs> I know. I need to do that. <laughs> Look, I fell asleep. It tells me. It's like, you have one pending invite. No. <laughs> I fell asleep. And then I forgot today. Look, in other news, have you gotten your... It's been a long day. Have you gotten your stimmy yet? I have not. Have you? I don't know. I'm checking right now. No. I'm still poor. I didn't have it earlier today, so <laughs> I doubt I have it now. I'm still poor. <laughs> My bank says tomorrow, so we shall see. We shall see. I I, I got well, less money than I did earlier today. What you been buying? Oh, I forgot. I, um, whenever I got my wisdom teeth taken out, they sent me a bill for more money that I owe them. As if the two thousand dollars or what? I don't think it was really two thousand. It was like a thousand though. Wasn't enough. <laughs> Damn, I forgot you got your wisdom teeth taken out because you didn't have a reaction like most people. No, I was good. I mean, I was just tired. You didn't even send us any videos talking about how you were loving. <laughs> like, remember, Christina was like, why don't you love me? Or something <laughs> when she had her yeah. 
She put it on her story. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was like just tired. I was scared though. I was like, oh man, what kind of stuff am I gonna be saying? But I like, I was fine. I did pass out. No. You didn't sleep a while. No, I like passed out. Like I'm, I was walking and I passed out on the floor. Oh hell! <laughs> I think that I'm pretty sure that was some teeth. I don't think that was after. Yeah, it was my wisdom teeth. Look, well, Kayla was worried about what she was going to say, so I will let you guys be the um, judges of what you think <laughs> Kayla has gotten into in her life. I mean, not a lot, but I was going with, like, <laughs> it wasn't, like, my mom or my aunt. Like, I was with my mom's husband, now husband. And so I was like, oh, gosh, like, like, what if I, like, you know, even just cuss or something? Like, I've never cussed around him. <laughs> What if you like came to and you were just like, "There's some holes in this." Yeah, house. like there's some holes in this house. Yeah, like I, I was just a little nervous because like my mom, like I still probably would have been a little bit nervous, but like it's my mom, whatever. But, Your mom would have laughed probably. Your mom would have filmed it and put it on Facebook. No oh way. yeah, she she wanted to. She wanted him to film it. I said, but I didn't do anything. Like. I can only imagine if you woke up singing the instrumental to walk. <laughs> yeah, like something. That's what I was scared of, like something like that. Or like, I don't know. But yeah, I literally just got in the car and I was like, I'm sleepy. I'm ready to get a bed. <laughs> and I went, I went to sleep. But I think it was like the next day I was walking. I was making my soup because you know, that's all I could eat. And I was walking and I like, all of a sudden, like I blacked out and I fell onto the floor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like two days later, I think it's because I didn't eat enough, but I couldn't really eat nothing. Damn. Well, Kayla, do you want to give us Kayla's crazy um, wrestling moment? All right, let's see. I was going to say something, but then I realized that it was what you and I <laughs> talked about the other day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, don't do that. Um, I can't spoil the surprise yet. <laughs> Gosh, my eye. I have some of my eye. But, um, <laughs> so wrestling this week. So, um, last week, so AEW. I've actually been watching a bit of AEW. It's kind of, because Christian's on there. Oh. But, like, because, um, I don't know what's going on. And so I've been trying to watch, like, stuff, trying to figure out, you know, who everybody is. And so, anyways. Yeah, on Wednesday, AEW last week, obviously. We have not. This is Tuesday. But um, Christian came out during Kenny Omega's segment. Well, actually, Kenny, it was supposed to be Christian, and then Kenny Omega came out and was like, I'm, he's the champion. And then he was like, I'm the champion. This is, um, Christian's going to have to learn that, like, I've run this or whatever. And then... <coughs> And the Good Brothers and John Moxley, which is Dean Ambrose for you, Travis. Um, <laughs> oh. um Renee's husband. Renee, she's my BFF, and uh, <laughs> she's replied to a few of my tweets. So obviously we're BFFs. Um, I mean, Demi Lovato invited me to Clubhouse, so we're basically famous. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> but anyway, so he came out with this other guy, Eddie Kingston, and they fought. But then Christian came out, and um, he still hasn't spoken. But he, um, him and Kenny, like, they teased that they were going to fight, and he held the belt. So Christian might be fighting for the belt soon. But then the end of AEW was, like, actually really crazy. So there's these two groups. Like, so I don't really, like, I know both of them. But, like, I haven't really watched it a ton. Like, I'll just, like, kind of read Twitter or whatever. But there's this group called the Inner Circle. And it's Chris Jericho's group. You know him. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he is, like, him and um, Sammy Guevara and a few other people. Wait, anyways, MJF joined it. And then I guess Sammy left because of MJF. And then Sammy came out. I was like, Chris, just listen to me. Like, and he had video evidence of MJF like saying like, "Hey, we're all gonna turn on Chris," and um, all this, and all the other guys were like, "Yeah, yeah, we're gonna turn on him." 
like this is I my MJF was like this is my group now or whatever. And so then after the video, MJF was like, "All right, y'all, yeah, well, I didn't want to do it like this, Chris, but attack like they were all like they was like attack him, you know, for all the other members, and yeah. then they all joined Chris's side, and so it was kind of like, oh well, you know, MJF's on his own now. And MJF like was like, oh, by the way." I've been like fooling you. Like I've been, I have my own group now, and he like he had created oh, like wow. his own stable like behind everybody's back, and it has the revival. I think you well they're FTR now, but you know if anybody listens and watches wrestling, like Travis doesn't, so he's who I'm talking to directly. <laughs> so <laughs> that's why I've been using like the WWE names. I don't know if you know the revival though, but you might. Um, they're from your. The only revival I know is the critically acclaimed album. Well, I thought Dylan. you were gonna say like Christian Church, like. <laughs> um, we don't know her in this house. <laughs> That's why I always think of it's like the revivals, the church, but um, <laughs> but but they're not. They were they're from North Carolina, but um, they're FTR now. Maybe that's how they. Maybe that's how they got their probably. Names. They're FTR, like yeah. the revival. So before they were, in, I think it, it was like early. I think it's their early like WWE days when they were in NXT. And um, there's a group called the Young Bucks. They're in AEW. They like own part of AEW or like ma- or management of AEW. And they um, and so it was always like a thing, like a dream match to have. Like the Young Bucks are like the top tag team of like not WWE, basically. Like, I guess, because AEW is like a new company. This is like before AEW was ever even like thought of. I think they were in I don't know if, I think they were in the Ring of Honor at the time. This was like, whenever I first started watching, but sorry, back watching wrestling. So like 2016, 2017, something like that. Um, And they would, and like, they have a show called Being the Elite. I think it was on there. And they were like, um, and they always said, like, with the revival. <laughs> and so, oh, shit. Fuck the, uh, fuck the police. Fuck yeah, the so revival. that's, like, it was always, like, the joke. And then they made it, oh, the revival made it something else. Like, something good. But I don't remember what it was now. But now, that's, that's just their name because of copyright and stuff. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. that's pretty funny. And then, um, trying to think what else. Oh, and SmackDown, watch SmackDown. Um, it looks like WrestleMania might be a triple threat with Edge and Roman and Daniel Bryan, which that'll be interesting. Um, like Daniel like turned on Edge. I, yeah, so I mean, that'll be interesting, but yeah. I kind of blinked. I had the other stuff I was going to talk about because I, I know you said your segment was short, but like honestly, like I need to start writing stuff down, but I'm not professional. Oh, well, I, the, the gods gave me something to okay. talk about. We are good. <laughs> yeah, they came through at the last minute. <laughs> um, the first thing is actually not related to music, but I just thought it was very interesting and I found it really funny, and you'll know why. Um, Tinder is working to integrate background check features into their app. So it will allow you to see arrests, convictions, restraining orders, and other police records. I think we all know someone who could have used that back in the day. Okay, well, <laughs> you know who I'm referring to. Probably. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought you would find it kind of funny. Um, I won't put anyone on blast on live <laughs> television, <laughs> but you know, television. I'm looking at the. I'm looking at my iPad like it's oh, okay. all, you know. But in music news, I have a few things. Um, I'm gonna start with the like lowest thing that's kind of like eh, and then I'm gonna go up to the big ones. Um, so first of all, if you've been following our podcast for some time, you would know that we often talk about Olivia Rodrigo, Sabrina Carpenter, and Joshua Bassett. Well, Joshua and Serena had a song on his EP that they took off. Well, 
it leaked. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't give a shit about the drama. I need that shit on Apple Music. Um, that was probably the best song off of his whole EP, and it didn't even get released. And I say that because Sabrina Carpenter's on it, and she is light years better than yeah. him. But anyway, my second topic involves horse shit. Therefore, if you all recall, not too long ago, Taylor Swift had tweeted in regards to a Netflix series, Jenny and Georgia, where she referred to, um, you know, like what they were doing, talking shit about her as horse shit. Well, little did we know horse shit was an Easter egg. Because last week we got a trailer for Spirit, and it is one of, it's about the horse, I don't, I think it's called, like, the Lost Ride, Lone Ranger, or some shit, doesn't matter, what matters is that we got our first preview of Wildest Dreams, Taylor's version, which, the movie comes out in June, which means that, likely, 1989 re-recordings are in June, or at least this summer at the latest. So, we is excited. I'm ready for um, Taylor's version of Fearless to come out, which comes out in less than a month. We're gonna. I wish she would announce the fucking track list. I want to know what I'm gonna be popping my. (laughs) I know. I'm so ready for the bonus tracks. Like, I just want to know what they are. What if she puts "I'd Lie" on like Taylor Swift? Don't be so mad, but like, I'll still be happy. (laughs) I feel like that one has to. I feel like that's the one, like, I most like, people yeah. know. Yeah, that's definitely the one that I'm yeah. not sure where it'll go. Because it's technically, like, it's, like, right between yeah. the two, like, right in the middle. So, like, did she write it for Taylor Swift and it didn't work out and then it leaked? Or did she write it for Fearless and then it leaked before she could put it on the album? We don't know. We may never know. In other news, speaking of April releases, Demi Lovato has announced her seventh album, Dancing with the Devil, The Art of Starting Over, longest album title ever, Panic at the Disco Call, and then with her gig back. Um, it's coming out April 2nd. She has a collaboration with Ariana Grande. Um, she also has, that one's confirmed like publicly, the New York Times confirmed it. But she also has a collaboration, rumored, Wink, wink, with um, Noah Cyrus. And um, I think it would definitely be a very interesting album. Um, I did have a few notes on it, and I lost them. Um, anywho, there's a song called ICU, which was... <clears throat> I'm going to butcher this, probably. Um, there's a song called ICU, which is about, like... It's like ICU, like intensive care unit, but she's using it in like that way that like she's saying like I see you like mm-hmm. with my eyes. <laughs> um but it's actually about when she woke up from her her um trigger warning overdose she um couldn't see and so she was like talking to her sister in the hospital and um that's kind of how that song came to be then the song she has with Ariana Grande is like melon cake <laughs> or something like that is what it's called um and it's about her favorite cake as a child. Then Dancing with the Devil is obviously about her addiction. Um, that documentary comes out the first episode on the 23rd. Then The Art of Starting Over, I'm assuming is like the turning track in the record. Because I think it's on like track four. And there's 19 songs. That could be wrong. But it starts with Anyone, which is that song she did at the Grammys last year. About like how she, like yeah. her cry for help song. And so I'm thinking maybe it's like telling a story of like, can anyone help me? And then like the art of starting over is going to be like track four or track three. And then we go into like what happened after her overdose. I think it's going to be a very autobiographical record. Um, I'm excited to hear it. I ordered a signed CD on Impulse. So hopefully it's a good album. <laughs> Ever order for well, us. At least I have a signed CD, I guess. <laughs> yeah. As long as it's the real one. But... Um, you, it is. She, I watched. You that saw Cardi too. I saw the pictures of them when they posted them. 
Well, me and Cardi B got issues, and I'm, I got to support her during this time, so I can't talk ill about her on this podcast. <laughs> but just now, after this, Cardi and I are going to have to have some words, especially about her walk. Um, but anyway, one thing that um, I did find out, this is a trigger warning for anyone who um, would like to skip about in two to three minutes, I would recommend it. Um, so we had talked before about how when she had her overdose, she um, had some strokes and some heart attacks and all that. Well, so it officially came out like so, like her, like I said, it premieres next week in New York Times. Like I saw it early, but she um, had three strokes that led to brain damage, a heart attack, organ failure, and that's like, I mean, it's a miracle she's still alive. But the kicker, which is probably like the biggest trigger warning, is the man that left her for dead oh my gosh. before he left. Yeah, so she was sexually assaulted by her drug dealer the night that she overdosed That's on heroin. That's crazy. It's sad. Yeah, so I mean, like, I hope she, like, calls him out on this record. But I don't know what her, like, what her plan is, you know? I feel like this record's going to either be a turning point for her or it's going to backfire. Um... I'm hoping, just because of the way people are, I've, I mean, I won't see the record this way. I mean, I might a little bit, but I hope people don't take it as she's playing the victim and victimizing herself. Um, but that's my fear, is that it's going to come off yeah. too much like I'm playing the victim. And then people aren't going to respect it. But I'm hoping that that is not the case. Um, And then my last thing for this week, which directly correlates to something we'll talk about later is on there's currently a twitter and instagram feud going on between cardi b and um candace owens and this is the funniest thing i've seen in my entire life um i don't really want to go into details of what it's about until we talk about it but um candace owens was literally crying on instagram live after cardi b read her to phil yeah, I don't um, know so, Cardi B made Candace Owens. I didn't cry. get a chance to look. Um, overall, I got We'll talk about that in our main subject then. We'll talk about what okay. caused it, but I can give you some details. So, we'll talk about what caused this. Um, but so it's going to make more sense when you hear that piece. But basically, Cardi B has been going the fuck off because Candace Owens said some things about her Grammy performance. Um, and <laughs> I'm just like cracking over these tweets. Um, she, um, Cardi B started posting pictures of Melania from when she was in Playboy and was like, oh yeah, but this was your president's first lady. Uh-huh. Um, and like, they're like, I mean, Melania's basically yeah, making one of these pictures. Um, then she tried, Candace tried to say that Cardi B photoshopped a tweet that's still on Twitter. So, like, clearly she, um, did not yeah. photoshop a tweet. And Candace Owens is going to try and sue Cardi B, um, because of what she, like, put out there. Basically, the, um, the tweet she, like, the tweet Cardi B, like, brought up was one where she, um, she said, yes, my husband did cheat on me with my brother. Yes, he said no when I asked to join them. Um, and that's, like, on Google. Like, you can find that tweet pretty um, everywhere. Yeah. So, like, I'm pretty sure it is true. Um, I remember hearing about it, even. It was last year. And, like, we don't know if she was hacked or what, but it was tweeted from her account. Um, and Cardi B brought it up. And then my favorite line was Cardi B said, girl, let's just debate you and me, Biden versus Trump. And then she put the gift from the Up music video where she's like licking the other girl's tongue. <laughs> Tagged Candace in it. And she was like, Republicans, go watch the Up music video to see what this is about. And it's just, it's hilarious. Like, I've never laughed <laughs> my ass off harder <clears throat> about this. But um, like I said, we'll get into that when we get into like our main topic. But um, about why should we just go into that next and then talk about the Bachelor last since we're already talking about music? 
We can. Um, I have a lot more to say about that. But yeah, I let's do that next. <laughs> um, okay, so Music's Biggest Night, the Grammys, was on Sunday. There were some upsets. Some some people won some awards. Some people set some records. Um, Taylor Swift set a record. Beyonce set a record. Um, Billie Eilish won an award that, to be honest, three of the other people in that category probably should have won <laughs> um, over her. Um, she won record of the year, but she was up against Savage. Um, hold, hold up, I gotta. I pulled out, did my research. One moment. <laughs> Go away, ad. I got time for this shit. Oh my gosh. Yeah, record of the year, Billie Eilish beat Beyonce, Black Pumas, Rockstar by The Baby, Say So by Doja Cat, Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa, Circles by Post Malone, Savage, and um, I'm just saying, I don't think Billie Eilish should have won that award. I like the song, but I think that um, in terms of like setting a record of the year, I think that Don't Start Now, Savage, or even Say So should have won it. Um, Doja Cat didn't win a single award. That is award, crazy. Which, it's crazy because that's really all we heard. But at the same time, I'm kind of happy she didn't because she works with oh. Kesha's rapist on all of her music. So maybe, maybe when she changes producer, she can <laughs> maybe. Me. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not to be rude, but then we'll. I'll just go through some of the winners and we can discuss. Um. So. Album of the Year, Folklore, Taylor Swift. We all knew that one. Yeah, well, some of them. Um, after Pop Album yeah. of the Year. After Pop Vocal Album of the Year went to Harry Styles. I wasn't sure if yeah, Taylor I didn't Swift know was either. I was like... the year. But, no. No, Pop Vocal Album was Dua Lipa, which I, I agree she should have won something, so I'm glad Whatever she won one it was, Harry won. Um, he won... He won Watermelon Sugar. It was like Song of the Year, maybe? No, Song of the Year was I uh, Can't Breathe no. by her. Maybe it was, oh, Best Pop Solo Performance. That's what it was. That was very I saw that song. one, but I don't remember who it was. I remember I was like, really him? But. Yeah. Over, he, just so you all know, while we're saying really him. He beat um, Yummy by Justin Bieber, which shouldn't have even been nominated. Um, he beat Say So by Doja Cat, Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish, Don't Start Now, and Cardigan. And to be honest, he was second to last on my rankings for that list with that song. My um, Mine would have been Cardigan, Don't Start Now, Say So, Everything I Want, Yummy. I was going to say Yummy no, and Sugar than Yummy. I don't like either of them. but like, The Yummy Country... The Yummy Country remix was a vibe, but that one wasn't the nominated one. Bonafide. <laughs> oh. It's definitely not Bieber's best work. I can't believe it was nominated for a Grammy. Um, Trying to see if there were any other um, big awards to mention before we got to the performances. Oh, Tiffany yeah. Haddish won a Grammy. I thought that was cool. Her best comedy album, which was actually like an instrumental, like an audio still book, works, but whatever. Um, people were upset they did not include Naya Rivera in their tribute, but I haven't seen the Grammys respond yet. But I feel like that's a tricky one because technically she was an actress in a singing show, so would she? Yeah, actually I don't think like she's never had like a nominated singing, has she? Like, she ever given the singing? I don't, think, I don't so. think so either. Um, best new artist, Megan The Stallion one. I agreed with that one. Um, best country album, Wild Card by Miranda Lambert. Of the options, I do think that was the best one. But I don't necessarily think that was the best country album. That was what really were the other options? Um, Lady Like by Ingrid Andrus, which, I mean, like, it's good, but it ain't that good. Um, Your Life is a Record by Brandy Clark, which I haven't listened to. Um, Nightfall by Little Big Town has, like, three good songs. And then Never Will by Ashley McBride, which has about uh, two good songs. So, I mean, like, it's not, like, the end of the Nanny world. Nanny loves but... Ashley McBride. 
Look, she got that one song about <laughs> the moon. This is like Nene's favorite singer right now, though. Hey. But yeah, performance-wise, we got some good ones, and we got some ones that I did not care for. Um. Oh, before I get into that, did you know... <laughs> So, how would you pronounce the band that Taylor Swift sings Nobody, No Crime? Yeah. You know the group that Taylor Swift sings in with Nobody, No Crime? How would you pronounce their name? No. So, they did this whole thing. Are you still there? Like, real quiet. Um. So, so they actually pronounced her name Hyam. Yeah, I could have. I've heard it both ways, and I couldn't remember which one I heard like recently. Yeah, they did a um TikTok about it because um on the show he kept calling them um like Haim or something like that, and so they were like, "It's Hyam." They were not happy. Oh, you got loud again. Thank God. Um, but now to the performances. Um, first of all, Kayla, tell us your thoughts about the way they had. That it was just. Up. I just don't understand. Why couldn't the Grammys get like a stadium or something and have fans? Like, if wrestling can do it, I know the freaking Grammys yeah. can. It was just a weird yeah, setup. I, like the outside setup that they did the awards on, I, like that was fine. But the one inside with the like where they performed at was so weird. And like, why was it just like why was it just the people who were like coming up next staying out there? It was just a weird time. Yeah, I didn't understand um, why, like, they were, like, sitting there waiting. I thought that was weird. Like, and what made it weird was they showed them during the performances. Like, just show me the performance. Don't show me everybody waiting to go Yeah, on I don't that. know. I just feel like they could have had, like, a legit setup. Yeah. I, I think they, they could, like, the whole thing. Like I said, if wrestling can get a stadium, you know the Grammys can get a stadium. I feel like it wasn't. I mean, really probably. Totally live, but that's just my opinion. They I think every, it, like so. everything they say nowadays like isn't really fully live unless they have crowds. Well, there's like two. There's two. Yeah, well, there's, like, two performances that makes me feel like it yeah. wasn't because of, like, how intricate the set was. Um, but I'll just go down the list of um, um, performers that we saw. I'm trying to find the um, full list. Um, well, Harry Styles opened it up with the performance of um, Watermelon. He had no Fox. energy. I just kind of felt bored during it. Like, he just didn't seem... I don't know. I feel like he just uses... Like, I don't know, I guess his looks like too much, you know? Yeah, yeah. I was, it was, it was not entertaining to be honest. Um, yeah, I don't mean to be rude, but it just, it, it wasn't. Yeah. I mean, he's not like my favorite, so I might just be being like a hater. I mean, it wasn't bad, I just, I just think yeah. he didn't have it like energy. Yeah, well, our second performance was Billie Eilish, Everything I Wanted. I like the performance. I like the set, how they had, like, the car, and it was, like, sinking. Um, and once again, it wasn't, it was tr- typical Billie Eilish. It wasn't really anything special, in my opinion. Um, yeah, it was cool. I liked hers. But, I mean, it was pretty, I guess. Um, third and fourth performances, I... Hiam was one. Don't yeah. even remember. Um, Hiam performed... And then Black Pumas was the other one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even have anything about that. Well, Himes is like really um, short, I would think. Yeah. I don't remember yeah, I Black Pumas. Yeah, they didn't even Pumas finish the song. 
Now, this next one was pretty <laughs> memorable for me. Um, DaBaby and Roddy Rich performed Rockstar. And the performance, like, Roddy Rich is whatever. The show was stolen by the group of elderly choir members behind him. Um, if you guys did not watch the Grammys, I need you to go find this performance. I couldn't stop laughing. Is going to make your day. Like, like at first? Like, they were yeah, feeling like at it. First, they were like, bro, do that like, again. And then you were, like, freaking out about him. So I was like, oh, let me look up. Like, I was listening, but I wasn't, like, watching it. I was like, what's he talking to you? are talking about them dancing. And I, like, couldn't look away yeah. after I saw them. <laughs> yeah, it was just, like, it was, like, a cultural world. But apparently he wanted JoJo Siwa, so maybe that was his, like, compromise. Was, I guess I'll just have old people instead of the youngest person in the world. You know. I don't know, it was entertaining, nonetheless. It's probably one of my favorite performances of the night just because of those people. Uh, but I had I do have a top three performances that I'll speak on at the end. Um, then we had Bad Bunny. His was fun. It made me feel like I was in a nightclub. I honestly don't think I've ever heard the song before last night. But it was, it was or two nights ago. But it was all right. Yeah. It was entertaining. He, he's on wrestling. That's really all I really know about him. Then we... Yeah, when you said that he's not the twenty four seven champion anymore, but he was Sunday. He didn't have it out. I know. Oh well, bless his heart. (laughs) He said he had to go. Well, he'll be a WrestleMania. He he was speaking of Bad Bunny. He was vibing during Dua Lipa's performance, which is definitely one of my favorites of the night. She um. She hit us with a little medley, and we knew she was winning an award because she got one of the longest sets of the night. She did a whole, like, two songs, like, in full. Um, she had three outfits, lights, dance moves, a featured artist. Yeah. Um, it was good. I liked it. I would say it was number three on my list of top three performances of the night. Then we had Bruno Mars and Anderson Pock as Silk Sonic. I'm going to be honest, <laughs> I think I went to pee during that because I could care less. Um, <laughs> I remember my mom saying the song, she liked the way the song sounded, but she didn't like them together singing it. So and she liked I don't Bruno really Mars, remember. So. I don't know. It was the one where they were uh, dressed yeah, like yeah, yeah. I liked it. Had weird ass lighting. I mean, obviously, I didn't love it. I didn't really remember it, but. <laughs> yeah. I don't want. I didn't watch the. Uh, I don't even listen. To, I have that song on my new music Friday playlist, which if you aren't following, you should. Um, but I don't ever listen to it. I put it on there for people who like might be into it, but not me. Then we had my favorite. Oh, I don't know. I, I, my top two are tied. Um, actually, no. This is my favorite performance: the um, Taylor Swift performance of Cardigan, August, and Willow. But that last that chorus and Willow just it does something to you. She no, started getting into it. The more that you say, the less I know. That was a good. I was like, you belt it. Um, but it, and she was one of the ones that had an intricate set. She started on top of like a roof. Yeah, hers was like very intricate. So like that's one of the yeah, ones where I was like, how did they get rid of that that quick for the next performance? And how did? Yeah, it also didn't start like the rest of them. Like hers, like started with her like up against the thing. Not, I feel like, like a like, lot you know, of hers zoomed into like, the stage. Past hers performances was, like, have in. been like that too. Like before the pandemic, where it was kind of like she wasn't yeah. necessarily like in the same place as everyone else was. So like even if. They did it like in like yeah, a bigger in the stadium or whatever. Then like she still could have done hers because I feel like that's how they normally do hers. It's like on a screen. Yeah. Then we had a um, like a three performances back to back to back. We had Mickey Guyton do Black Like Me, but she made history for being the only um, black woman nominated as a solo country artist. Even though she didn't win, she still was nominated, which is a history-marking moment. Um, Obviously, I love her. I think she can sing very well. And country music needs to stop sleeping on her. But they won't until she wins a Grammy, just like they did with Taylor Swift. Yeah. 
Not Taylor Swift, Casey Musgraves. <laughs> I was reading Taylor Swift, but looking at a Casey Musgraves record on my shelf. Um, then we had Miranda Lambert, who did Bluebird. I really wish she'd release something new. I'm tired of the song, but it was a good performance. Um, then we had Marin Morris and John Mayer. Why was John Mayer there? He made no sense. He didn't sing. He just played the guitar. Who invited she invite him? I mean, why not? Like, she looked... <laughs> probably. Well, I mean, her probably had its toll on her, but you know. She's probably like, damn, I'm tired. Let me hit the blunt before I go on stage. Then, um... Okay. I'm almost to the end. I'm going to save those two for the end. Um, then we had Post Malone. He performed Hollywood's Bleeding, a song that I forgot existed. And, Look, I vibed know, to it. It was all right. It was there. <laughs> uh, yeah. It was all right. I mean, like, it was there. <laughs> then we had Lil Baby, who did The Bigger Picture. Did not know that song existed until um, the Grammys. Then Doja Cat did Say So, which was, I mean, it was a performance of Say So. We've seen it 16 other times in the past year. Um, I think she needs to really go ahead and start this new era because I'm tired of hearing the same song. <laughs> then we had BTS. Um, I thought their performance was I. I mean, like, it, was, it, was, it was, they didn't have anything crazy happen. They went on a roof, which I guess was Yeah, cool. I don't know. But, um, it didn't seem. They also. No, they didn't like they, at all. They didn't seem into it. But I guess maybe they were pissed off that they lost their um, award to Rain on Me, which I don't give a fuck what they yeah. say. Rain on Me deserved it more. They might have been mad that that was like, the only one they were nominated for. And it wasn't um, even like televised. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't televised because Lady Gaga. But I mean, regardless, like Italy, if she would have been able um, to go, they would have televised. So. Well, I mean, <laughs> but I'm just saying, were, like, in Korea if this time. was like, if you're like one of the biggest bands in the world, and the only thing you get nominated for is an is an award that's not not that's not um, televised, then like you might would be salty too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it normally is. Like, I remember it being televised last year, but I think because a majority of the... Oh, no, I'm about to play a video that I don't want to watch. Um, I think because the majority of the, like, contest... Like, the people up for it couldn't be there. They just didn't televise it. Then um, Roddy Rich did Heartless in the Box. And um, that was how it ended. That one was all right. But the two performances I want to talk about more in depth. Um, first yeah, off, yeah, from yeah, Megan yeah. the Stallion, she performed "Body Yaddy 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 and Savage. I thought her performance was really good. It was very entertaining. I um, I'm gonna be honest. Oh, they were separate. This was two separate performances. They, according to this list, they were. Um, I thought they were, I thought her and Cardi B's performance was, like, in sync. Like, even, like, Megan's was yellow, Cardi B came up with the yellow spotlight. Like, it was, like, back-to-back, mm-hmm. -back, no, like, introduction or anything. So I consider this to be one performance, which would have been tied with my two, to my one or two spot for the night. Um, and then Cardi B and Megan The Stallion performed, um... Up, which Jeez. was interesting. Do you know that thing Cardi B wore was 18 pounds? <laughs> Makes sense. That's why she was walking like that. She was struggling. <laughs> there was a couple times I was like, girl, you look like you can't walk. Are you okay? And then Megan's um, girls who did their splits. <laughs> so y'all know right. they tired. They just flopping around like dead fish. I was like, damn. But the WAP part of the performance is what's getting a lot of heat right now. Um, and that's actually what started Candace Owen and Cardi B's feud, is Candace Owens was basically calling Cardi B a whore for owning her sexuality. Um, 
Now, one thing I would like to note is that this performance came in the last 45 minutes of the show. Also, after if 11 people right here um, that Walt is going to be on, then, like, what do they expect? Yeah, if you live under a rock, people on Facebook, Twitter, social media, they're all hell-bent on the fact that it was so unfamily-friendly and <laughs> all this stuff. Honestly, I thought it was an iconic performance. I, obviously, I don't have children, but if I did, I wouldn't, I would probably let them watch it. They didn't say any of the bad words. Your kid, but, I mean, at the, I don't know, I just feel like, it, like you said, like, it came on. on after 11 o'clock. On a Sunday night, like your kids, I mean, I know school's weird right now, but like your kids still got school the next day, even if it's virtual. So if your kid's young enough, I mean, if it's like a teenager, then they've seen all oh, that like, before. But I mean, you know, if it's a little kid, they ain't staying up past, or they shouldn't be staying up past 11 watching the Grammys, would you? Yeah, I mean, well, my newsflash too is that like, they're going to see it one yeah. way or the other. At least they're seeing it in an environment that is moderated. Um, even though it was, you know, what some people can consider too sexual for TV. <laughs> um, clearly, the FCC begs to differ. Um, so if you have that kind of problem, maybe shake it up with them. But they're going to see it. At least that was that was tame. That's they true. Could've, they could have went to YouTube. But I guess that could also video, be an argument. Is like now um, if like kids did see that. But, like now they'll go and like look up. But like I said, depending on their age, they probably already know the song. I mean, maybe not like elementary age kids, but like middle school and higher, definitely. If the elementary age kids are on, look, elementary age kids are on TikTok, yeah. and they've seen. The well, song I mean, it just depends because I mean, not all elementary age kids phones. But I mean. A lot of yeah. them, their parents probably listen to that stuff too. So, yeah. Well, the other thing that threw me for a loop was, um, yeah, I was just like, if y'all had this much of a problem, why didn't you turn the channel? No one was for. I feel like I need to make you know that TikTok sound, yeah, like, doo -doo -doo -doo, like the dramatic effect behind the person talking. <laughs> I'm going to be like, why didn't you turn the channel? Why did you continue to watch? Were you turned on by Cardi B's walk? <laughs> did you think Cardi B looks sexy? Yeah. After? Is that the example you want to set for your kids? Why didn't you turn the know. channel, John? You know. Yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. I guess I, I could see it. it to an extent of like, you know, but like I said, it's after 11 o'clock on a school night. Your kids don't need to be watching it anyways. And if you're watching it the next day with your kids, then you know that's coming up. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, even like you said, yeah, like even really if you're watching it live, like you hear the beginning of this, or you see them come out, you know they're going to sing that. It was the biggest song or one of the biggest songs this year. Yeah. Well, my thing is, if you were watching the Grammys, you yeah. Well, that's what I meant. Like whenever they came out, like Megan and Cardi. What? Yeah. Yeah. But they're only talking about the WAP part specifically, and that's what bothers me. Is it's like you've sat through three other performances according to the Grammys on how that works. Um, Dua Lipa wasn't wearing any clothes, and y'all didn't have a problem with her. Um. I don't know. I just I think there's some people out there having some reservations for reasons that I won't get into on the podcast. But just saying, would they say the same thing if it was um, Dua Lipa doing that? Would they say the same thing if it was Carrie Underwood doing that? Probably not. <laughs> Actually, Carrie Underwood <laughs> yeah, did it. Well, that'd be wild. People would be talking about it. But <clears throat> but you know, like people just like people love to hate on Cardi B yeah. regardless. Um. Like, she's always canceled on Twitter for something stupid. Like, half of it don't, like, oh, you didn't retweet this part. Like, she got canceled on Twitter for not retweeting the fucking black Jeez. pink announcement that they had a song together within three minutes of it being posted. People were like, let me end her. And I'm like, <laughs> well, I mean, she, she got paid for it, y'all. Damn, give her some time. Yeah. 
Especially if she's doing it on her own, which I doubt she is. Like, I'm sure that, um... True. You know, she has a team who does that. The Cardi B probably don't even know. That her shit won't be retweeted. But yeah, this one's a long one. We probably should wrap it up soon. Into other television <laughs> Monday... Yeah. Yeah, that's why I was like, that's why yeah. I was like, let's transfer it and try and knock it out in five yeah. minutes because there's not a lot, a lot to talk about. But um, we had the bachelor um, finale. I Stay feel really bad for them, honestly. Like they just Rachel and Matt just looked like both of them just looked like broken, and it just kind of I thought that um the host like I thought he did a great job like he was perfect for everything that was going on. Like he did good at like asking Rachel like the real questions and he asked Matt the real questions and like he let them talk whereas like Chris Harrison a lot of times like rushes it up and like and, like he I, mean, I thought he did a really good job like I don't think yeah. they could have gotten anybody better than him but yeah I don't know the whole I was over the whole season but like I did feel bad for them and, like, I understand why Matt broke up with her. And, like, I don't... People are mad at him for it. But, like, I understand it. And, like, in his situation, like, it's yeah. more than just... I don't know. Like, I feel like it's even more than what, like, a normal relationship would be, you know? <laughs> well, my thing, too, is I feel like part of it is he didn't really want to choose anybody at the end anyway. And yeah, I mean, you maybe. Know, maybe they were having issues before that they just don't want to. He did wrong. seem happy with her then, but like I he didn't propose. So I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, I just feel like you know, yeah. regardless, and obviously, I disagree with what she did and all that. But um, I feel like if you yeah, really but I also think her, you have to look have at like he was on TV trying to help her grow. No matter what he did, like. Which in that situation, like he would be in the wrong. And I feel like a lot of it is like he's looking at what people are going to say to him. And he said that at the beginning of the season. Like, you know, he was saying that, like, no matter what he did, because he's mixed, that people were going to talk badly about him. What are you doing? Yeah, and, and I'm echoing. Yeah. Is it loud? No. Oh, I don't know why you're echoing. I haven't. I was just moving something. Um, I like the yeah, Bachelor. Yeah, I agree. Bachelorette's always my favorite. You know, the Bachelor for a while. Yeah, we have Katie as the first season, and then Michelle is the second season. So I'm excited to see how those seasons go. Um. My only thoughts about the actual show is I kind of wish they would have did it. Well, I don't wish this because I don't really want to watch two episodes, but I wish they would have done like a separate interview. Yeah. About just like the like everything that's kind of went down. Like, because I feel like they didn't even, like they barely scratched the surface on that. Um, I feel like I would have rather one been just about the relationship aspect in the show and then the other be like everything that happened after the show. Because, like, why why weren't they... They didn't even, you know, talk about how ABC is handling this issue with the host. Um, you know, there yeah. was nothing like that. I feel like well, they, I mean, should they should have interviewed Rachel Lindsay. They should have Chris Harrison. They should have definitely interviewed Rachel yeah. on the like, show. I wouldn't have wanted to watch two nights of yeah. this season. But, I mean, I do... Yeah, I, I think Agreed. that should be like Agreed. some sort of special but I do, on not? TV, you know, whether it's Good Morning America or whatever. But that seems to be what's getting all the Bachelor stuff. But they should do some sort of special with the two of them. Maybe give Chris a little bit more time to learn. Yeah. Yeah, I just feel like there should be something because yeah. um, I feel like there's a piece of this story that we're all like just we're, we're missing in a way. Um, but yeah, that was a lot happened this week, guys. Um, you know, we got some Easter eggs um, from Taylor. We got some wrestling news. We got some 
overdose news. We got some Grammys news. We got some Facebook, not Facebook. Um, we got some Bachelor news. I don't even. I mean, know we never gonna, know. I don't think there's anything happening this. Even week. last week, we were, we're like, "Well, the Grammys will probably just begin your segment." You're right. <laughs> so, I mean, we'll see what's going on. Look at Tay Tay. You're right. And Folklore is the number one album on iTunes <laughs> right now. So, all right. The Grammys. The Grammys did their job. Well, that's all for this all right. week, folks. Have a Tune good week. Next week. And... I know whatever the hell else we're going to talk about. <laughs> well, it was like Thursday, so you can have, have Friday. Good, have and a Thursday good week. And... Thursday, but mainly weekend. Yeah. Right, bye.